Welcome to Do the Right Film. My name's Thomas. My name's Sean. I'm Steve. And I'm Harvey Gladden. All right. Welcome back to another episode. This week we got a review of Tully, uh, another movie from the Jason Reitman and Diablo Cody duo. Are they a duo? Yeah, they, they collaborate a lot, They've right? They've done the last like three movies, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so I guess I mean I guess they're package deal. That's right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we have a topic this week. We're gonna be talking about uh, beautiful actress <laughs> made ugly. Thank you, Harvey. Another classic topic. Yeah, Harvey comes in with those those obscure ones. Dude, he's like he's like winning it right now. He has like what Winner five it? in a row? No, I don't know about that. I don't yeah. know. He's like he's come with like five solid topics. The last one was my idea. Really? Yeah, the wedding one. Oh well, I just want to highlight that. <laughs> yep. And we also got some stuff we watched during the week as well. Assuming we did watch some stuff, I know our track record hasn't been great lately. Uh, oh no, my track record is <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you uh, if you are listening, make sure to follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, all the social media. We have a YouTube channel up now, so so get on over there and watch our our video. And uh, yeah, other than that, how is how is everybody's week? Uh, Steve, go first. How was your week? Why am I always first? <clears throat> it's been great. It's been great a great week. Yeah, yeah, solid. Yeah, uh, I mean. There's not really much to talk about right now, other than like it was a solid week. Had a lot of fun at yeah. work. Just having fun? Yeah, we just, a lot of interesting projects. Did a little bit of uh, uh, urban exploration, I guess you can call it. We uh, were lo- uh, scouting for a new location for a shoot, and uh, we had to like basically illegally go somewhere. That was my like illegal move that I'm doing right now. We're at the like crossover fences and shit. Well, you just ratted yourself out on the record. Congrats. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, if if a cop hears this and and you know who who lives in NY and I mean, you know exactly what I'm doing, and I dare you to catch me. We have a very large NYPD uh, listener base, so I feel like it's like kind of like Leo and uh, Tom Hanks and Catch Me If You Can. It's like I'm <coughs> I'm daring them to catch me a little bit. Oh, shut the fuck. So I mean that's what I'm doing. All right. Uh, so yeah, other than yeah. that, it's been fun. Sean, how how was your week? Uh, still getting over being sick. Um, still, man. It's yeah. been like a month. Yeah. No, it'll be dramatic. It's, it's not. Been no, a it's month. been like two weeks, but uh, it could be something serious like polio or. Can I check you out? Lupus? Like in terms of like, like we have to take hey. you to the doctor. No. Nah. Oh, I thought you were gonna like actually like feel his balls and stuff. I mean, not that again. I don't know if that. <laughs> what. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, I'm getting over it. Um, saw some movies, and um, I'm here, ready to go. Do you watch more when you're sick? I watch a lot when I'm sick. Um, No. Actually, yeah, I did watch two movies one day when I was sick, but I was just in dying pain. So Yeah, like the days it. where you're dying, it's like you watch movies to get the, the, your mind It sounds terrible. Pain. Yeah. I'm like, I'm usually having like NyQuil nightmares. No, so they, they, like, they help you. They, no, the movies really? help, yeah. Harvey, do you have any thoughts on this? Thoughts on what? On, uh sick and watching movies do you watch more movies when you're sick no i don't do anything when i'm sick i just uh sleep. i feel like sleep is like sleep number one thing for me time. wow yeah. yeah but uh yeah that's all i did this week was be sick <laughs> what, what about you harvey how was your constant week? my week was pretty good um i worked mostly um that's about it if i'm honest um i can't think of anything notable or excited. I feel like we need to write things down. Yeah, do because like I, I need to, I need to reassure. Let me keep a journal. Yeah. Like, oh, I did this. <laughs> got ice cream. <laughs> I got. I need, to, <laughs> I need to reassure the listeners that we did not copy and paste Harvey's response from a previous week. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I did something this week. Yeah, just can't remember. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, it's hard, man. It's, it's, a, it's really you know, hard. in New York City, you're just like you're constantly busy. You're always running around. And like some of the stuff you do is mundane. Oh, so. we skated. Oh yeah, I was about to say that we did skate. Oh, yeah, is that a highlight though? I mean, oh, for show. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is kind of. It's a yeah, highlight for show. Let me tell you about this, right? <laughs> my whole life, I would, I had been what, able we to start uh, with that line. Yeah, <laughs> my whole life. My whole life, I'd been able to jump in and out of skateboarding like it was nothing. But <laughs> and like I wouldn't be sore or anything. Like I could go like a couple months without. I remember, skating. Yeah, I do remember in your younger years. Oh yeah, when I saw you the, the first time, like I was just like, man, this guy's just getting it. What in the skateboard? About? <laughs> so I mean, I get but, it. Uh, yeah, so like my muscles, I guess it's been so long and I've been so far removed from that that my muscle memory is, is shot. And uh, yeah, I skateboarded for about an hour and I feel like I trained a leg day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, dude, I, I I was walking upstairs in the subway to go to work like, like an old lady. People are passing me and shit. Damn, that rough? Yeah, that was pretty much all I did all this week. I, I skated and uh, recovered from skating. I still feel a little... Really, dude? It's not even Are legs. You gonna I turn my body and I can feel my lats sore. Like uh, that's insane. That's how fucking little activity. Guess we like, should skate more. Yeah, I'm, so I'm definitely gonna skate consistent. more. Consistent. So uh, are you gonna do it again this week, or are you gonna do it every yeah, day? Yeah, for sure. Or well, gonna... I can't do it every day. Can you? There can was you a time where I did. Well, I swear to God, we skated three hours every day back in Florida, but can't do that anymore. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of a distraction. It, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's a good one, but. No, it's fun, right? You enjoy it. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, that's all I did, man. Fuck. Yeah, we we gotta like either lie or be, have more interesting lives. I mean, I have like some interesting stories that I that, that I. I guess do we watch have, movies. There's nothing interesting. About yeah, that. I can't really talk about. But oh wow, wow. I guess well, we we don't have any of that. So yeah, yeah you do. I bet. Living like a rock you have to think. Here. You have to think. You have to think about it, though. I mean, I'm, I'm changing my job, but I, it's oh, there you go. That's, that's like, exciting. It's not exciting. It's just, that is so. Just one fucking <laughs> shitty part-time job to another while I try to figure out how to penetrate this industry. Yeah, maybe we should. I love. I love. I love. <laughs> I love that term, penetrate this industry. It's a, it's a a very impenetrable bubble. Sometimes you know it's hard. Yeah. Uh, it's other like, than that, it's like the egg, and like only the strongest one can get it. Yeah, I'm really trying to become that that uh, that one sperm cell. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> you guys want to talk about this. movies? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I think kind of have no choice. I don't remember. Yeah, who I mean, lost at this last point, week. like we don't talk about anything else. I believe uh, did Sean lose last week? He did. Yeah. All right. Which I realized four hours ago. And then Goodness. I also realized when he... Is that uh, why you moved the recording yeah. time back? Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I was like, what I, does he have to do? And then I realized that <laughs> he lost... Movie? I realized that he lost when I'm like walking by his computer and he's like looking up notes for a movie and I'm like, oh, he lost and I gave him that movie. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's what All I right, did. man. So, so what, what did you lose? I forget. You yeah. know, it's funny. I had to actually listen to the end of the last week's podcast to <clears throat> figure out what I had to watch. I could not remember at all. No shame, man. It happens to everyone. So, um, not me. And then you said it. You said, uh, I'm going to give you Beyond the Black Rainbow. And that's what I watched. <sighs> all right. And uh, this movie, I rented on uh, Amazon for $4, actually. You kind of sound salty about the $4. Yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere else for free. <laughs> but I was, I was like, all right, I'll give my money Amazon. Um, Beyond <laughs> the Black Rainbow. So, I re- <coughs> excuse me. I remember when you first uh, reviewed this movie, you were telling us that you watched it at a party. Right. Yes. Every everyone was like tripping balls, and you were you were so yeah. Everyone yeah. was on uh, what they call the acid, and I was uh, drinking a couple of uh, 
drinks of whiskey. So yeah. That was is is that why they You're put this movie on? Because it's a weird movie to put on at a party. It's definitely well, it was, a party all right. Movie. So it was pre. It was like it was the weirdest like pre gaming experience I had in my life. Like everyone was like there. Like there was people there. Like oh, we're gonna pre game and hang out. And then my buddy of a very like you know I would say like for a year or so he's just like yeah man we're all gonna do acid and watch this movie. And I'm like well this is weird pre game. <laughs> like I don't know if I'm ready for this. And I watched it. And I'm like this is not that intense. It was a pre game. There was like a pregame before the party, yeah. I feel like anytime you do acid, like that's the main event. Yeah, that's, that's not, not pregame. That, yeah, what that's what not are you pregame to? Dude, heroin? People, <laughs> yeah. People in New York go hard. They're pregame. Yeah, they're pregaming like like the we'll rest. just drop one tab. Yeah. One tab. I'm doing acid. Like I'm taking like the whole rest of the week off. Yeah. For sure. You're, you're putting vacation time in. Yeah. <laughs> I got to make sure that I'm ready to go. Yeah. But uh, okay, let's talk so, about yeah, this talk movie. About so this I'm, movie, still, I'm still processing this movie in my head. Okay. Um, because it's it's not a very straight movie. It's a sci-fi horror film, and it's along the lines of something like 2001: A Space Odyssey. Obviously, it's being it's heavily influenced by it. And I guess the only way to really describe it is to go through like some plot points. Did you really grasp this movie after you watched it? Like, did you process everything? Like, I was still processing sense? like a lot of it. Okay. Near so. the end. Uh. Uh. So. <laughs> What I'm remembering is that everyone who was, I wasn't the only, uh, so I was like, I guess I was the most sober watching this because everyone else was tripping. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of people saying like, hmm, man, I'm learning a lot about this right now. And I'm like, really? You getting that right now? Like, this is wild. I'm not getting any of like the symbolism or this like subject matter that you're getting. Well, that, that was the whole movie. Like people were just like whispering to each other about like people thinking they think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things the, the, are there that yeah, probably like, isn't. Exactly. Movies. Like it was just like they're having these profound moments, and I'm like sitting there, I'm like I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it at all. But I mean, then again, I wasn't at their level. So, right. so this movie is actually it's a directorial debut by this director um, named Panos Cosmatos. Yeah, it's very Marvel villain. That name that name sounds like a guy who'd make this movie. No, it it's definitely Cosmodos. does. Cosmodos. And it stars uh Michael Rogers. And Michael Rogers looks like an odd Christian Bale. Do you remember that? <laughs> an odd Christian Bale? I gotta show you this. I cannot help but think this is Christian Bale. No, dude. That's fucking hilarious. Wow. Well, he, let, me, let me just pull up a photo. He plays the main character? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you can't afford Christian Bale, so. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, he kind of looks like... Um, like he's playing a, a parody of Christian Bale yeah, on SNL. That's pretty odd. <laughs> he that, looks like right. Christian Bale playing Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> so he has this wig on throughout oh, the most that. of the movie, yeah. and it's just super weird and trippy. All right, so let me go through some stuff in this movie. So this movie is basically about a corporation in the that started in the 1960s, and where we pick up from the story, it takes place in the 1980s Reagan era. Uh, I believe it was like 1983 or something like that. And this co- company basically specializes in trying to transcend humans. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, this facility, this like underground facility where they're doing all these like experiments on different subjects. <coughs> the main character, his name is, uh, I believe his name is Niall. And he's played by Michael Rogers. Yeah. And he's kind of like this psychopath, this driven psychopath. And there's one subject in particular that he studies very heavily and her name is elena which is uh i'll just tell you guys it's a movie from 1920 but it's revealed towards the end that she's actually the daughter of the um the uh, head of the corporation do you know do you remember the guy that does the monologue in the beginning yeah in the the beginning yeah so she's she's his daughter 
and she has these kind of like telepathic abilities and Niall, he can suppress it by these weird triangles that he has in the facility. <coughs> now, I'm sure that has symbolism. That's some kind of like yeah. symbolism for something. I don't really know, but that's all I gathered. And uh, Niall, he's kind of like sexually obsessed with her. Oh, yeah. That was like the one thing throughout the whole film that was just like really like weird. Yeah, so, like it just like pronounced throughout the whole movie. Yeah, he has this weird sexual obsession with her. Um, and he's also very curious, uh, because he's, he, him himself has gone through this kind of process where he was thrown to like this, like liquid ink, like, yeah. um, tub and he comes out kind of like crazy and he kills the, the, um, his, basically his boss's wife, which is Alana's mother. Yeah. And, uh, the story t- takes place after that happens. And, uh, we're just really going through, we're following him as he's doing like these like interrogations with her. He's like walking through this facility. He's also dealing with his wife, who's kind of like this like docile person. Her character is kind of odd because we don't really get much of her. All we really do is follow him and his madness. And uh, <coughs> he wears these like weird prosthetics, like these weird. Um, I'm not sure why he wears the contacts. Do you know why? <laughs> I think and all, he wears honestly, the wig. I think he just tries to make himself look more human like yeah. it's just like more normal yeah I think and he has like it. like this inner demon i believe that's probably like why he yeah when he when he when, different. yeah because like when he strips a lot a lot of this away like he becomes a little bit more right he becomes basically a different person mm-hmm. yeah and that's pretty much the core of the story is just this guy trying to study the subject and she has these like supernatural or well, not supernatural but kind of like these telepathic powers so and he wants to kind of like he wants that and he also wants her sexually he wants to understand her but he also wants to like control her at the same time and she's kind of like this muted person we don't she doesn't she doesn't ever speak in the movie so this is my question uh after watching this <laughs> do you believe that this movie would have been a little bit more interesting if let's say we got the perspective of her like like we got all the experiences and like a lot of the film through her perspective, like her trying to escape and like yeah. trying to like well, figure out who she is. Well, that stuff really comes towards the end, and that's what I'm saying, yeah. isn't that? I feel like that was the most interesting part for me. I at think least. so. It's it's, it's weird. way better than everything yeah. else that comes before it. It's weird that they would follow like this monster. Basically, he's a monster in the movie. Oh, yeah. um, that would follow him, and his story is really not that interesting, just because it's pretty basic. It's very cut and paste of like other films in this genre. Um, I feel like her story would be more interesting. A uh, person who have these powers and how she can escape, and the most most of the horror would probably just come from scenes with her. No, because a lot of the great moments, <laughs> at least from what I remember, like horror moments, was her trying to like escape. Oh, move. that yeah, yeah. sequence in the end, right? Yeah, that, that was, was really great. Good, yeah, yeah, that was so good. That's like, really that's when the, the movie visually... picks up for me. Yeah, exactly. That's when that's... I was actually really entertained. So that that's what I said uh, during my review. Is like that's when I was really committed because I was like, wow, like I'm really invested because mm-hmm. of these like really weird, intense moments. Like, so imagine the film. You wake up and like you're you you see everything from her perspective and you're trying to escape this facility you don't know what it is uh-huh. and like you see all these like basically horrific like things strung out like imagine that that would have been right. great a great horror film yeah so b- b- I agree so basically the movie came to an end and it was just a little too late for me at that point uh, I will say that the movie does have some really good colors <coughs> and I really like the soundtrack. The soundtrack pretty much plays throughout the entire movie. I don't think there's a really one scene where the soundtrack is not like 
uh, like a base for the scene. Yeah. So the, like the, there's a constant rumbling and noise going on in the movie, which is kind of interesting. And I do like the set design and the colors are amazing, but the core of the plot w- of following this guy is just so basic and it's kind of uninteresting. And that really good sequence of her like going through this facility and trying to escape, encountering all these like other subjects and all of these weird, um, that uh, astronaut looking person, which yeah. I really don't know what that that was about. I think he was like a <coughs> guard. Yeah, it looked like a woman actually. Yeah, like a baby woman. It was weird. Um, but yeah, that was probably my favorite part of the movie, and uh, just didn't really hold it up for me towards the end yeah. as a whole. Um. I would say I would probably give this movie like a three out of five. It's kind of like middle of the road. Okay. I I do like the look of the movie. I think the looks really good, but I also think that I I just feel like this movie is definitely not for everyone. Yeah, it's also heavily influenced by other things that are much better. Yeah. So I I definitely would say this is a movie is not for everyone. That's why I would like I would recommend this movie to you because I feel like you could like get something out of it. Yeah. But I could not. It's honestly like I think people are average viewer. I think people are going to dislike the interrogation scenes because they run way too long and they're not that interesting especially when he's just sitting there looking at her and he's the only one talking in the scene yeah and it's just kind of boring he doesn't really say anything interesting uh, I do like some of the scenes where he's driving though um, and the facility looks pretty cool so but yeah that's pretty much it um, I would like a, a, same as you I, was, I would recommend this to somebody who's into like kind of like sci-fi like surrealistic horror movies, uh, anyone probably a, would be a fan of like Underskin might like this as well. So that's directly what I would compare it to. But yeah, three, and a half, three, just solid three for me. That's it, okay. out of five. Okay. <coughs> Sounds good. Yeah. No acid. No acid. I okay. didn't pregame. I just I had a lot of coconut water. Imagine if you did have acid. <laughs> this might have been a five out of five. Maybe, maybe I would have picked up on things. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't think there was too much to pick up on. To be honest. No, nah, I always. You, know, you got to view. <laughs> I don't even like drinking and seeing movies. Yeah, me so, either. Right, so when you go to Nighthawk, you don't get a beer. I don't go to Nighthawk. Oh, okay. It's an inferior theater. <laughs> I don't think about that, but all right. It's the Sunday brunch crowd equivalent of, of movie theaters. Who got them? Shots fired. You never been on the weeknights. I have. It was still fucking busy. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw The Big Sick on a weeknight, and it was like almost sold out like an hour before. Uh-huh. Uh, Yeah. Any any other watches? Uh, Yeah, but I'll come back around. Come back around. We do that? Yeah, why not? I don't want to be the only one talking for a long time. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Who wants to go next? I'll talk. Harvey's got something. Ooh, bust um, out the notes too. You, you ooh, went like notes. this. Got notes, bro. Bust out the phone. I should have wrote notes for this episode. And did I you did really? Not. I I did not. This is the first. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what you got, Harvey? <coughs> I watched uh, one movie this week. Um, it is Breaking In, the uh, a thriller starring Gabrielle Union. Um, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. You watch that movie? It's uh, out in theaters right now, right? Yeah. <coughs> was it Was it good? Oh, I'm about to tell you what know. I think of it. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what this movie is, it's a a woman fights to protect her family during a uh, home invasion. Um, yeah, uh, stars Gabrielle Union, as I said, uh, directed by James McTeague. I'm not really sure what he's done. Um, I'll find out. Sounds very th- familiar. Yeah, I think he made. Uh, yeah, he actually. I think he did uh, the assassin. Um, American assassin or just the assassin? 
um, assassin or ninja assassin. I think that's the name oh, of it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so this is an interesting movie. Um, it look from the trailer, it looks like the opposite of Panic Room. Yeah, it looks like the yeah. It's basically the reverse Panic Room. Um, Gabrielle Union. Maybe Union's the re- reverse. Don't breathe. Sorry. <laughs> reverse. I don't mean, breathe. don't breathe. They were break, trying to break into uh, and then trying to break out. Well, they're trying to break out and and uh. All right. Don't breathe. The whoa whoa whoa! This guy's directed a lot of stuff. <clears throat> oh, has he? Well, okay. This movie um is interesting. It's um a thriller. I should say that. Um, Gabrielle Union's character, her dad dies. And he's um, a really rich and powerful person. However, you don't really get any backstory on what he does. You just get a tiny snippet, a tiny radio snippet in the beginning of the movie that kind of uh, outlines the situation that's happening. He's um, being indicted for something along the lines of fraud. And um, he gets killed within like the first three minutes of the movie. He gets run over Spoilers. by a car. Yeah, it happens immediately. <laughs> he, like, immediately. Like straight up like gunshot. Just like No, he, he gets ran over. Damn. Um, and so the movie begins really when Gabrielle Union and her two children they go to his estate, which is in I believe Wisconsin, and they are um, there just to sell the property and get everything in order and stuff after his death. Um, and it's a very high tech house. It has a very sophisticated security system and stuff like that. This sounds a lot like Panic Room. Yeah, it is a lot like high tech, like my apartment. A smart bulb and Amazon. No, no, like that. that's, that's like, <laughs> that's like that's is that like, a smart? Is that a smart apartment? Blue like hot tech. <laughs> I saved up my whole. Yeah. Oh, like, real quick. Apparently, this guy, this guy did V for Vendetta. I didn't know that. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Well, where was I? Yeah, where were you? Sorry. Smart yeah, house. Yeah, the house is a smart house. It has a very sophisticated computer system and a security system to keep intruders out. However, when they get there, it seems that things are a bit off. They get in and the power's like been reset for some reason, so she thinks there's like a power outage due to like a storm or something. And um yeah, just weird things happening. Then it turns out that there are some men in the house, obviously. Um the men kidnap her children or they hold her children hostage and um she has to fight to get back in the house and rescue her children from these dangerous men. That are there to steal some uh, money that her dad apparently had hidden in the estate. Seems like a lot of plot points. Is it? It's fairly simple. It's just um, I was just trying to lay it out, you know. No, no, man, I get you. Yeah, um, I guess, guess I should start with uh, Gabrielle Union's character. I don't, yeah. I haven't, I don't see her in a lot of things lately, but I do like her as an actress for the most part. I think she's uh, entertaining and she's very, she's very charismatic. I like that as well. Um, but her character just has like a complete lack of depth. You you don't understand um, who she is or what her relationship with her dad was, which is kind of important because they hint at it being not so great. And she's like dreading going back to that house. But you don't really understand why, or, like what what was the break in the relationship or even how that relationship was aside from it being bad. Um, and I guess I should say that she she obviously. Um, doesn't die immediately by these dudes. She doesn't get killed immediately, so yeah, she's, she's pretty on the poster. So yeah, so I'm assuming she, she's like majority yeah, of the movie. Yeah, she's in the movie. Who so are you talking about? Gabrielle Union. Oh, okay. So she's a pretty resourceful character. Like, um, I don't know if you guys seen your next, or the yeah, yeah, she's a chick 
kicks the shit out of the killers. It's sort of like that. Spoilers. Or a spit. I'm just saying she's like, yeah, she's, she's, she's able to survive, but you don't really understand why she doesn't have any training or anything. There's no backstory to like, why she she has has no backstory at all. No, she has no backstory, but she's incredibly resourceful and you, you can't figure out why. And that was really, um, irking me the entire movie. Like, I feel like she she was just like a really rich girl. She should have been dead within like the first 10 minutes. But somehow <laughs> she's able to uh, fight back against these uh people. But I, I guess, guess, yeah, that move makes me, that um mo- makes me move on to the villains because the villains are like the most incompetent fucking villains I've ever seen in a, in a movie. Like they're, Home Alone status. Yeah, well, they, well, at least Home Alone's like charming in a way. Yeah, like, Home, Home Alone's redeeming because it's like comedic. These are, these villains are meant to be dead serious. They're like more incompetent than like Team Rocket. They're fucking horrible. They, <laughs> they, they, they um, they just make the dumbest decisions. And um, you want you they, make me want to watch Panic Room now. Yeah, it, yeah, you should watch Panic Room instead. Just wait, just wait, just wait, like just wait, just wait, just wait. I'm watching the trailer right now. I want to show you something, Harvey. You want me to wait until you watch the trailer? No, 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 no. This jabroni is trying to fucking break in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, this yeah. guy. <laughs> I thought like, that was that, logic. That, look, yeah. that looks like that looks like Moby. He, actually, that looks he like looks Moby. like you guys ever watch uh, Needle Drop? No. The music reviewer on YouTube? No. Yeah. Did, he, oh, he, I know he, who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks just like him. Um, so Moby's trying to fucking break in right now. Yeah. He's um he's like wearing a button up like a polo, and he's like the he's like the the, the whiz kid. Yeah. He's like the high tech guy. <laughs> so he's course. wearing glasses and a polo, and then there's like the crazy <laughs> one. He's got the tattoos. Like these characters are so um like cookie cutter and formulaic. It's so fucking stupid. Um, but yeah, like their entire basis for breaking into this house is because one guy overheard a secretary saying that he has some money stashed away. So they like, they, they do a B and E first of all, into this, uh, man's house based uh, on hearsay. Can you explain what a B and E is? Breaking in You dummy head. Yeah. So they do all that based on hearsay and then they take kids hostage, which is 25 to life based on hearsay. And I mean, somebody gets, I won't say who, but somebody dies, somebody dies. So they murder a person too, based on some shit that they overheard someone Did they murder the kids? I mean, kid, kids aren't going to die. Come on. But yeah, they they do all this and they're just the dumbest fucking villains I've ever seen in my life. Um, And this movie is supposed to function as a thriller, but it doesn't really do that. Go to the theater to see this. Yeah, I mean, I, that's why. That's why I said in the beginning, I'm like, just like, which the is new funny one? because like last week we totally went over this movie. Like we're like, we didn't pick it at all. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't anything else for me to watch really. So, um, unless I was gonna watch like I Feel Pretty, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Um, I heard Beast is making the rounds. Yeah, I, I heard that too. Yeah, Beast. Everybody's talking about Beast. It's the X Men origin story. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's that's not, what, it's not what it is. <laughs> A part of me got really excited. I'm like, she's like what? Yeah, I don't want to watch it now that I know that, but yeah, Beast sounds entertaining. That's I'm about to look this up. Yeah, um, I've seen a ton of trailers for it. Let me finish this shit. I'm so sorry. Yeah, one hear this for twenty percent approval rate. Yeah, it's supposed to be a a thriller, but it doesn't really function as a thriller. The stakes don't feel high enough. Um, like I said, the villains are incredibly stupid and um, not very entertaining or compelling in any way. You never feel any connection with these characters, so you don't really care what happens to them. Um, the pacing is really weird and it doesn't build up any tension or any sort of momentum. Um, yeah, it's a pretty horrible movie. Um, wow. I would avoid it at all costs. I don't think this is redeeming in, in, in any sense. I would give it a one. Nice. Horseshit? Certified? Yeah, it, is, it is horseshit. 
Really? Okay, absolutely. That bad, huh? Oh, recently. I, I didn't know they made friends. one out of five. Harvey. Anymore. It's weird that like Gabrielle Union's in it. I haven't seen her anything. Yeah, she doesn't do anything r- yeah. really. Yeah. I think What's she, the last movie you remember her seeing? Like, what was the last movie? Bring It On. That's <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Bring It well, On. <laughs> she did uh, Deliver Us from Eva with yeah, yeah. Uh, Morris Chestnut. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, she did Deliver Us? Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's something Word. else, like an action movie. An action movie? Oh, Bad Boys 2. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Damn, dude, that's r- that's pretty rough. Oh, she man. played uh, Martin Lawrence's it's sister. Da- it's just, oh, I yeah. was going to say daughter for some reason, <laughs> but that wouldn't make any sense. Um, All right, cool. Harvey doing the Doing service. Lord's work. Doing like, uh, Dirty work. jobs with like micro. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're the micro of the podcast. No one told you to watch this movie. Why sw- did you watch this you're movie? You're swimming in. I'm doing it for the people. That movie is basically a septic tank and you're just walking around in it. You took almost two hours of your life to go see this yeah, show. Yeah, I did. You know, Harvey, God bless you. All right. All right. Who made the reference Deliver Us from Eva? I did. That was him. It's a it's a it's a it's a decent movie. That's a it's deep cut. <laughs> LL Cool J. This is a deep yeah. deep cut. Oh, that wasn't Morris Chestnut. Oh yeah, it was LL Cool J. <laughs> he like drove like a truck and stuff. It was like a like a delivery truck or something. It was so good. Holy shit! Damn. Uh, all right, Steve, you want to go? No, because yeah, I I only have one movie and I fell asleep halfway through it, so I don't want to talk about it. What Jesus was Christ! It? Late to the podcast. Doesn't right. watch a whole movie. movie. Let's just brush over this. I watched a movie. And he's drunk. Yeah, and he's drunk. And I'm kind of drunk. You, you honestly, like, if 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 there was money involved, we'd be probably firing you right now. No, you guys would been like, you get one more Steve, warning. Fucking up my house. You get a write up. <laughs> I got a family. We would write them up. We get write ups. We'd All be right. looking for a replacement. <laughs> yeah. Currently, just like, just like, so like, do, do I get a, do I get a write up or do I get a demerit? And how many demerits do I get until I get you actual, get a like a like in uh, what we do in the shadows. Shame, shame, shame. shame. All right, so uh, I watched the movie, and it was uh, something I've considered watching, but have been <laughs> scared of. I'm basically scared of all these these guys or this just, guy's movies. Just wait, what you're scared of something? <clears throat> uh, so I watched Song to Song. Uh, this is Terrence Malick, written and directed by Terrence Malick, starring a very star-studded cast. I don't know how the fuck he gets people like this to do his movies. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Because everybody yeah, wants of course, to work you're gonna go Ryan Gosling first. But it's crazy though, because like his movies don't turn a profit. It's like it's crazy. They're doing it purely out of for the, art. For art, yeah. 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 Uh, Rooney Mara, Michael Fassbender, Natalie Portman, Kate Blanchett. These, it's insane. For all right, so if you've seen any of Terrence Malick's recent <laughs> movies, I haven't. I haven't seen Night of Cups or. Uh, to the do? Wonder. Have to you the, seen To the I Wonder? Did Tree of Life. To the Wonder. I did not like To Tree the Wonder. Of, Tree of Life is great. Yeah, no, Tree of Life is great. Tree of Life. Phenomenal. I don't. I need to revisit it because last time I watched it was on like Showtime. Days of Heaven. You should watch Tree of Life. Uh, I mean, I've seen it, but no, it's me, just like, like in, in my new found love for movies. I think it, it deserves. You know, I put that movie top uh, twenty of the decade. Yeah, Tree of Life. So that's the transition point. I think that movie is from where he makes like actual movies and then home home videos. <laughs> But but just hear me out. Let me talk about this movie. Home so videos. That, it's essentially what he's making now. Um, but uh, so the synopsis goes: two intersecting love triangles, obsession and betrayal, set against the music scene in Austin, Texas. That's really just a. I don't even know if that explains the movie. But um, so the movie starts. Uh, you get introduced to some characters, but not through any type of like typical filmmaking or exposition. You you just get thrown. 
into shots and he's just butchering his his footage right it's like his style you know he he doesn't edit in the fashion of like uh moving a story along and he um basically uh you notice that Ryan Gosling is like a business partner with Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender is this really rich, I would say, producer. Sean, you've seen this movie, right? Yeah. Okay. So he's like a producer or something, right? Yeah. Or a music producer. And I, um, uh, which one's the talent? One of them's the talent. I mean, they. I think they both are. Uh, are they? Yeah. Hmm. Well, so Rooney Mara's in this, <laughs> and uh, she... Reveal, revealed uh, in the film that she was starting as a secretary for him a long time ago, a receptionist or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some some love interest there. You know, there's the, the whole fucking the receptionist thing going on. Is that a thing? It's a thing. <clears throat> uh, and then you have this, this guy, Ryan Gosling, who comes along, and he, uh, he kind of falls for Rooney Morrow, and... How the fuck did you explain this movie, Sean? I, it's I remember, just I remember reviewing it on the did, podcast. Just like you I reviewed know. this, yeah, he did yeah, review like it a long time ago. Just like what did you give it? Probably like a three, three and, a and a half, three and a half, three maybe. Yeah. So this movie is cut like like conversations that aren't even on screen are happening, and then they stop short, and then <laughs> we get like transformed into this like just weird like YouTube video type edit. And there's a lot of GoPro footage in this too. It's insane, dude. And, uh, it's, it's set in like Austin. So that's really cool. And a lot of it was like filmed in Austin. And, uh, it's very, it's very hard to talk about. All his movies take place in Texas. Yeah. That's where he's from, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's weird because this movie, it feels very like down to earth in the terms of like modern day, like pop culture. Uh, and Terrence Malick's fucking old. Yeah. And it doesn't <laughs> seem like he wrote, like, someone that old can write this movie. Like, it starts with, like, fucking, like, Mud Pit with DeAntward, uh playing at, like, a Austin music festival. That was a cool scene. Festival. I, I like yeah. that scene a lot. And uh, there's just, like, so much shit going on with, like, just young people shit, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, admire the <laughs> fact that he was able to, like, write this. Though. He's, like, really in tune with, with what's going on. Cause, the like, young I, folk. I mean, I like older directors, but I don't expect them to dive into worlds like this. And, uh, yeah, so you you get the impression that Michael Fassbender is a... He basically, like, he can fuck anything he wants. You know, he's got money, and he, he's just, like... He's this character that, that just overpowers everyone around him and, and draws them in. Ryan Gosling plays kind of a... a a similar <laughs> imagine he's playing himself in this ironically he's he's just very like down to earth very uh nice guy like he's probably the most innocent character in the movie would you say he's more like a keanu like in a way? Yeah, he's got a little keanu going on there okay, his, his innocence is is adorable <laughs> um and then we're introduced to a bunch of other characters throughout. Other love triangles get interwoven into this particular love triangle between Fassbender, Rooney Mara, and um, Brian Gosling. Natalie Portman, which she is like, dude, if you like Natalie Portman. I mean, I'm I'm a fan. Like, physically attracted to her. I'm a fan. It's like times a thousand in this. It's insane. I've never seen her look this good. Right. Uh, yeah, it's insane. And then uh, Kate Blanchett as well, as well as some. Oh, other, I like her as well. Like a musician named uh, what's what's this like Swedish musician's name? 
I think she plays herself or something. And then there's like this other girl named uh her the actress name is Berenice Marlohe. <laughs> Fuck. Uh there's some uh there's some musicians uh Yeah, so a lot of musicians like, show uh, up like, like Lee. Iggy Pop shows up in this movie. Um who'd you say? Uh, what's that one artist like Leaky Lee or whatever her name is? Like right. Like a Lee. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Um and other ones too. I'm I'm trying to think. I know Iggy Pop has like lines in this, mm-hmm. which is weird. And I, I'm assuming they like they must have filmed this at an actual music festival or something. I just don't imagine how you could have that many extras, right? Yeah. And Rooney Mara's on stage playing in front of all these extras. But all of this is besides the point. Everything I've mentioned it has is nothing to do with how you experience this movie. This is like cinematic like masturbation in a way, to the point where it's like. I can't recommend this to any casual movie watcher. It's just made in such a way where, where, like Terrence Malick doesn't even try to walk the line of like being a, a friendly movie, like an accessible movie. He doesn't even try. He's just like, this is my little art project. Yeah, and it like, this is like the epitome of like art house, where it's like, whereas movies like Under the Skin, you're actually just following a character around. Like you would follow any character around in any movie, it just does weird shit. It's just like Terrence Mann has like oh, the omniscient God. He's just like you're just like there. You're the eye of God. You're watching everyone. Like, it's move like around. it's like almost like a music video that doesn't make a ton of sense. But the story's here. It's just hidden under this crazy edit of like just fast cuts, conversation, mono like voiceovers that quickly go from voiceovers to actual conversations actual conversations over scenes of characters staring at each other and it's insane and uh i can't stop thinking about it to be honest with you yeah it's it's um yeah like it's it's, like you it's really not really it. like tree of life at all in that sense i mean you could it's, sti- it's more like his last two movies yeah like, knight of cups yeah. which i haven't seen but i hear other people are saying like these three movies are the you know Terrence Malick just going off on a fucking whim, and then he did say that he's like going to go back to making like traditionally narrative narrative movies. And uh, I kind of want to watch Falling I, the Song I think, now. I think you should watch it because I think it's 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 it, way too fucking long. That's I think the, it's a much easier watch than uh, To the Wonder Night of Cups. Night the, of Cups was so yeah, hard for me to, to the Wonder. Get through. I watched To the Wonder, and this is very similar. Yeah, have you seen To the Wonder, Steve? Uh, no. Okay. Same same filmmaking style, but the problem with <laughs> Two of the Wonder is you're like in a boring place with boring characters. <laughs> That's the problem. That's exactly how I felt about uh, Night of Cups. You're watching fucking but this, paint dry. I think this movie, I haven't seen Night of Cups, but I'm, I'm going to assume that this one does the best out of the three because it's set on such a fucking colorful palette. Like it's there. There's so much like shit going on. Like they go to Mexico and get hammered. And, like. It's a lot of fun. There's Sounds a lot like of fun stuff like happening. And, uh, yeah, it's like, I don't know, man. It's like watching a, a crazy YouTube video that it's just way too long, I think. It's like two hours and eight minutes, but it feels like four hours, dude. Yeah, it's long. Because there's, yeah, no, is, there's no like story that you're like like There's no through along. line. Yeah, yeah there's no through line. Not, yeah, it's nothing to take you there. Okay. He's just like, here's a story in a bucket, and he just dumps it on the table. Accept everything I'm giving Dude, you. And Fuck it's like, you. Here, this is happening. This is happening. <laughs> Figure like, that shit out. It's, an, it's not shot out of order or anything, but it's just. Um, well, I guess some parts could be. 
But there's a lot of like haunting shit going on in a I think I really fell for the relationships. I think the emotions there, even though this movie's not set up to be a typical narrative, but I think you might like it, Steve. Check it out. I don't. I don't know. If, I mean, Harvey, you might like it too. I don't know. I don't know if you watch any Terrence Malick movies besides Tree of Life, but I'm gonna give it a watch. There's one. It's, it's movie on Amazon right now for free. Oh, uh, yeah. I have. I have Amazon. Yeah, it's just. Sounds so fancy. Just, just know that, that it's a super, <laughs> super fucking long, and uh, and don't expect it to be a narrative. So, like, if you go on IMDb, which is the dumbest thing you could ever do, is read user reviews on IMDb. Boring. Honestly, they're just the worst yeah, people. Actually, they're the dumb. worst people. I would argue that Amazon's reviews. Well, are that's, even that's honestly like, no. The, I didn't the even best, think that no, was a the thing. best reviews. <laughs> I, I sent you guys the best reviews. Is Redbox. Oh my no! That's, that's the trash of the <laughs> dude. This shit's so fucking that, that's good. That's actual subhuman. It yeah, it's like it's reviews like on the machine. It's just <laughs> you have to use when the they return. <laughs> they're like fucking taking their time out to fucking press one at a time. I didn't know people still use Redbox, but uh, dude, they're the best fucking reviews you ever read. How the fuck do you even read them? Where where did you see Redbox? On I their just, website. Yeah, you just go on Redbox. Oh my god, dude, it's so good. You have to well, do it one I would love to see Redbox reviews of this movie because I'm sure they'd be all as low as possible. It was but, but dumb. This, but this is one of those movies on IMDb where it's either one or ten stars. Like it's, it's just one of those movies. And I think if you accept that that Terrence Malick isn't making a, a accessible movie and he's making a piece of art, I think it works in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would go three and a half on this. It's just so fucking long, dude. <laughs> it's just like, like it just feels so long. Like Toronto. It's two hours and eight minutes, but dude, trust me when I say like, it is like long. It's too long for what it actually does. There's no like momentous story. There's just it's just shit for two hours. And it, it's can I do can it, and when you're done? Can I read a review real quick from? Uh, I'm done. Yeah, read it. Well, it's from one of your favorite movies of this year. Uh, it's from. Uh, oh, I thought you were gonna read a review of Song to Song. No, no, uh, but it's just like I just happened to find this. Someone gave Winchester a five out of five. Oh, wow. Love this movie! Wow. Exclamation point! I love thrillers like this. Somebody based on wrote old that on the machine hyster- <laughs> historical events. <laughs> based on ho- old historical <laughs> events, they love this fucking movie. That was a redundant in, in American statement. history. <laughs> historical events. Well, this is great, man. That's I love uh, fucking. <laughs> uh, no, no, I got a better one. Four out of five liked it. That's all they left. Mm. See, they're they're writing that on the machine. Those are those are like Russian bots from Trump, the Trump administration. Those aren't real. (laughs) Fake news. (laughs) Fake news. This is all fake news. Those are the producers of the movie. Yeah. They're soon as like, all right. We we need you guys to write something. They basically sent out all the interns that are fucking just busting their ass and just like, all right, you have to go to every red box that you see and just like write. Wait, are you on red box? Yeah. Oh my god. It's I bet you the reviews of Winchester are good on there. No, that's what is I'm there reading. Is an average rating? That's what he was reading. It's a five star review for Winchester. No, but what's is there an average of all? You don't want to know. I want to know. It's three out of five. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hell, dude. Redbox. That's I'm going to have to get on Redbox. We should do a segment on this podcast where we, where we uh, read Redbox. Reviews. No, because it would just take the whole episode. All right. Well, song to song. Um, I would encourage people who are looking to venture off of the path of like like narrative films who would only watch like blockbusters and like, you know what? There's more to film and I want to like give it a go, (laughs) but I don't expect them to like it or understand it. Not in a condescending way. It's just, it's literally, I, I don't even know if I liked it, but it definitely, 
stuck with me. Um, and I think that's worth worth mentioning. So, did you watch this? And did did you think I would like mo- the, <laughs> a movie like this? I think uh, what attracted it uh, attracted you to this movie is like your boys in there. Ryan Go- all right. So Ryan Gosling is the the sole driving force about watching this movie. Huh. I did rewatch Police Beyond the Pines. I should mention. I won't review it, but mm-hmm. I, I I think it's an incredible movie, and that movie holds up for sure. Uh, but I was like, you know what? I think Song of Songs <laughs> is one of the only Ryan Gosling movies I haven't seen. I want to meet every person who writes Redbox reviews. Oh, here we go. So I read all the reviews. Yeah, this is so fascinating to me. Do you want to talk about the movie that you have watched? Or? No, it's Benjamin oh. Button, and I half watched it. It was like I can't. Is it your first time ever watching? No, no, no. That's oh, why I'm not going to okay. talk about it. Jesus Christ! All right. Well, uh, I don't know, Sean. Do you uh, do you think what you have is worth talking about? You got something else? Uh, you got a gold? You got, you got something gold over there? No, all I the other thing I watched was uh, Jungle, which oh, is a, with uh, Daniel, 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 Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, this Thomas movie hates him. This movie is based on a true story of this uh, young man who's uh, trying to travel the world, and he leaves his uh, nice, comfortable life in Israel, I believe. And I believe it takes place in the early '80s. And he goes to Bolivia, and he meets some other. Uh, I believe he meets another guy there who's probably like from Europe and then he meets another American and they're just touring around like South America having a blast exploring their life being all nice and quaint and white and they're just living their life and it's, <laughs> it's perfect and they stumble upon this one kind of sketchy guy I believe he's from Austria and <coughs> he tells him that if you want real adventure you have to go into the the Amazon the jungle and at first they're kind of cautious because he kind of seems like sketchy obviously uh, because why why would a stranger just wants to you bring you into the Amazon? That's something you don't do, right? I would assume. So he go. They eventually follow him, and they're uh, initially they're having a good time. They're exploring, exploring the Amazon, uh, experiencing new things, and it's awesome. It's exactly what they went to South America for. But eventually, shit hits the fan. Uh, they get lost. Uh, they can't get food. One of them, uh, basically, he has like a trench foot. So they're like. Uh, you know, going through the jungle, suffering. And eventually they decide to make a raft to go down the river because they thought that would be a smart idea and they could get through it faster. Uh, turns out it's not. They <laughs> they crash. I like Harvey just shaking his head like, no, that's not a Very horrifically, actually. And they get separated. And now Daniel Rafka's uh, character, uh, I believe his name in the movie is... Harry? No. <laughs> he just made me forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it, but I can't remember. But uh, he, uh, yeah, he gets separated, and then we're just following him throughout the movie, trying to survive. It's a classic castaway situation, and uh, he's lost in the Amazon for two weeks. Uh, he gets a tapeworm in his forehead. He has to like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a nightmare situation. Does it is it in the shape this of way, a lightning bolt? This way. It looks horrible. <laughs> this way, what? <laughs> There's a scene where he's like trying to like cut it out, and like the tapeworm's like just like wiggling around in his head. It's like this is just big ball on, on his forehead. It's annihilation. And he waits like a whole week to take it out. And he's like, pl- and the first thing he's like playing with it and shit. I'm like, dude, there's an edible in your head. And he, t- he waits like a week, takes it Jesus out. Jesus Christ. He has like trench foot. He's like hallucinating in the woods. He's like imagining like half naked Amazonian women. This is like it's survival odd. porn. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, And then we have some flashbacks of his like life in uh, Israel. We also... Ha- <coughs> We're also being followed by the ca- his friend, 
who's actually trying to find him in the woods and trying to convince all these other locals to help him like go through the jungle even though like everyone's lost hope except him but his friend like feels it that he's alive and um yeah there's always that one friend in the movie that's like no he's still alive yeah I don't think any one of us is like that. Flashbacks. Oh no, I would definitely assume. Uh, Yeah, there's some flashbacks. My my humble opinion. (laughs) I think that's cheating. I think survival movies are limited storytelling. Like a movie I never talked about is All Is Lost. Yeah, I forgot to mention on the podcast. I saw that. It was like weeks ago, but uh, no flashbacks and no dialogue. Um, but yeah, like movies like 127 (laughs) Hours. They, I think they have the crutch of going Mm -hmm. to flashbacks. Because you know. they're trying to pull like, in those like very tense moments of sadness. They're trying to pull at like, your heartstrings with like, what this person this person might die, yeah. but they once, Red, they once had this life without it, bro. Yeah, I, but he was like, wasn't in the movie. He was like thinking about like reading a journal or something like that, or it's writing like, the letter. He was fixing a boat. That's yeah. all he did the whole movie. I haven't seen that in like five years. <laughs> so good, I loved it. Yeah, it's a good movie. I knew you would love that shit. You're like, this is definitely dude, old problem. dude, fucking dying on a sailboat. <laughs> yeah, that's, great. that's all. That's your life, man. No words. That's a for metaphor like... for your life. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jungle was a middle of the road movie. I'd probably give it a three out of five. Okay. Um, it is free on Amazon, so if anyone's watched like kind of like semi adventure film with Daniel Radcliffe, check it out. Hmm. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. All right, that's all you got. Uh, I think we can we can go ahead and uh, move into our main review. We'll be talking about Tully. Let's uh, take a listen to a clip. You seem like a great mom. Great moms organize class parties and casino night. They bake cupcakes that look like minions. All this thing is I'm just too tired to do. Honestly, even getting dressed just feels exhausting. I open my closet and I just think, didn't I just do this? Yeah, but that's the downside of living on a planet with a short solar day. Although Jupiter's even shorter. You're like a book of fun facts for unpopular fourth graders. Tully, a mother of three, hires a night nanny to help with her newborn. (laughs) Written and directed, I'm sorry, written by Diablo Cody and directed by Jason Reitman. Starring Charlize, I believe it's Theron, not Theron. I, I always say Theron. Yeah, I believe it's Theron, but uh, don't quote me on that. Uh, Mackenzie Davis, uh, who you may know, I was like, where have Blade I seen Runners? this? Yeah, and I was like, where else? And it was uh, San Junipero, the Black Mirror <laughs> episode. Yeah. We also have Ron Livingston and Mark Duplass and uh, a couple other people as well. More than a couple. Yeah. Um, so what did you guys think of uh, Tully? Harvey, I know you you saw this before we even established that we were seeing it, so you're happy you're pretty, as a yeah, pig. Yeah, you're pretty uh, psyched on it. You were like, yeah, yeah. You got a freebie, basically. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, well, why don't you go first? Okay. Yeah, this was the one I decided to see outside of the our assigned movie. So I went and saw Tully. I didn't think that we would review it, but it worked out, I guess. Um. Yeah. So this is a um. This is a look at a woman uh prior to giving birth and um her life as it changes after the birth of her third child i believe third child yes. the third child yeah. Yeah, yeah um i think this movie was a really i mean at least from my perspective a really honest portrayal of a uh, pregnancy and motherhood i would agree um you would know why because of my kids yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, like um I don't know if you guys remember like um growing like, up 
Yeah, like your mom being pregnant. No, like, like no, this is like my legit. My mom was when never I was, pregnant in my lifetime. No, growing, I was the oldest child, so like yeah. every, so everything she was going through, I definitely experienced. Like the way she yelled, yeah. I had like flashbacks. I was like, oh shit! Like uh, I was, I was like, I'm brat. in trouble. I didn't, <laughs> like, want, I didn't want my mom to have my sister. <laughs> yeah, like so, I definitely understood. You, you or like at least, bed with a at least hanger. had that no. comprehension of like growing up with like siblings and like my mom like freaking the fuck out when she's like dealing with shit. Yeah, I, was, I, was I definitely honest, could so. like get it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely uh, remember that too, and that's why um, I felt like this was a pretty accurate portrayal because usually um, in movies, when be- women have babies and stuff, they're really happy and excited, and they treat it as like a gift, and um, it's just very unbelievable and very, um, very uh, artificial. I think this one um, captures yeah. like the real emotions that women maybe have. It's not a gift; a it's a parasite. Yeah, something like that. Or, it's a curse. Yeah, it's um, it's it's much more complicated than just being a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this movie do- handles handles that really well. It handles um, like the relationship between her and um, Ron, Ron Livingston's character. I forget his name in the movie. Um, um, Ron. I don't remember his name at all. But yeah, he um, their relationship <laughs> is um really interesting because he True. yeah he just he doesn't do shit. He just plays video games every night. I related a lot to him. He's just uninterested and it's not that he's uninterested. It's because like years of war. That's why he just doesn't know. He doesn't know what. He's unaware that what's going on. I had this conversation with somebody too. It's not that he's like a bad dad. He's just he's a dude. He's dumb. He doesn't know. You think everything's surface level? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't see past. Yeah, I really like that too because and it made me want to get back into online gaming. It did look fun. Yeah, he's just like doing it every night. But yeah, I think that that was also pretty accurate because, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, he wasn't like a horrible fa- father or anything like that. He just like was a dude, and he didn't fucking know. He didn't realize the struggle that she had to deal with every day, like trying to raise two kids and a newborn baby. Um, yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Um, God damn it, Sean! What I do? What you I made, do? made me forget. <laughs> but it's um, yeah, so yeah. So yeah, the relationships. Um, I don't know. Probably that of a typical uh, mar- a married couple after they have a baby. Um, the mother is really invested in the child and stuff, and so her brother decides that he will get a night nanny for them to make their uh, to make their transition a little bit easier. Um, and she reaches a breaking point at some point in the movie, and she decides to get the night nanny, and that is Tully, the um, the character this movie is named after. Her. And uh, Tully sort of helps her f- discover a part of herself <laughs> that she had lost um, along the way, uh, becoming a mother and, of three and stuff like that. And um, I thought that it was, damn it, I forgot there was a spoiler. But uh, yeah. yes, there's a huge yeah, spoiler. Yeah, there's a huge spoiler. Probably shouldn't but, um, say ironically, that. Ironically, I just yeah, I was yeah, yeah. No, we should. That out? No, we should. Because uh, this movie's not leading up to a spoiler. Yeah, exactly. And it's not and advertised as being like at something. All. I think that we're might... doing a service by telling people. Doing the Lord's work? I mean, I didn't say what the spoiler was. I just said there's a spoiler. It's, I think um, that's a spoiler. So, I don't though. think yeah, that's a spoiler. A spoiler. Uh, that's going to make this whole because discussion Because did, did you boring. know there'd be a spoiler while you're watching this movie? The no, I didn't know. All movies have spoilers. I kind of wanted it to know. But, but it was kind of... I wasn't. I would say that much I wasn't expecting it at all. It came out of left field. I was like, oh, Do we need to do a spoiler review? No, no, we don't need to do that. No, um, then I don't even want to talk about this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So no, I'm serious. I mean, I will, but all right. Um, Charlie's character, she uh, really does a great job of capturing um, 
the emotions that um are <laughs> necessary i guess for this role um she's um she really looks like a mom oh she, no she, she does she, and that's um kind of what inspired our topic later on because it was hard for me to believe that that was her body and that was her face. I know it couldn't have been because there's like this scene in the woods where she's running and it looks like, oh, yeah, dude, that it, isn't it, her face. It, it looks like she's wearing some sort of suit, but I think that's suit. really her body. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. If she did put on weight for this movie, yeah, that that is impressive. If it was a uh, special effects and uh, makeup, then that's also I'll impressive. Yeah, either way, yeah, she really handles this role really well, and she looks the part. Um, I don't know what else I want to talk about right now. Um, the relationship between her and Mackenzie Davis's character Tully is really interesting too, um, because she's a uh, a much younger person, a much younger uh, woman, and um, she has a different, a completely different perspective on uh, life and on happiness and um, what those things mean to her. And that um, that may have been the that may have been the um, outlook of. What's her name? Uh, I forget it. Was it? It started with M, right? Mia? No. That's the baby's name. No. What was what? her name in the movie? Oh, Charlize's character? Uh, Marlo. 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 Yeah, yes. that may have been the outlook of Marlo when she was younger. However, it's definitely at least changed or become buried beneath, uh, I don't know, diapers and sadness and stretch marks. Definitely um, diapers. She she gained fifty actual pounds. Did she? That's fucking impressive. She said, uh, "Just sorry to interrupt, but just to close that loop, she ate nothing but junk food, in and out, milkshakes, in macaroni and, and cheese." So this the is drink. A, this will so basically this plays into diet. your uh, your topic actually. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, that's that's impressive. Yeah. I didn't know she actually gained all that weight. It's not that hard to eat those foods. Fifty pounds. Eat like a piece that's of pretty. Shit. I mean, I couldn't eat. I could eat that. Yeah, shit. it's ironic to think. Just like nine months ago, I was getting boners in the theater with her, like having uh, love scenes with Sophia Butella, right. and now she's just this, this realistically. She, uh, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to say ugly, but pulls a, I don't know, man. I think uh, she looks still looks good, man. She has. She looks uh, like she looks good she underneath. Looks like, the, she looks like she looks like a mom. She looks good. She got it. She's not. She's not a mom. She's not a she, milf. In this movie, no, no, right. um, what do we get into? Yeah, what do y'all? Th- <laughs> so, I don't know what else I want to say about this. Yeah, the relationship between her and Mackenzie Davis is um, compelling and endearing, and I, I liked, um, I liked a lot of the scenes where where they were together and where they were discussing, I don't know, kind of their lives at that moment in their life, um, and seeing the, um, I don't know, the comparisons between the two. Um, I thought they really worked well together, and they were fun and funny to watch. Um, I think that's all I want to say right now. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a shame that we're not going to be able to talk about. Yeah, it mean, completely, I, mean, I think I mean, it completely yeah, changes the discussion for sure. It, it does change it, the it's discussion. It's a much deeper but I, discussion. But I think regardless of that, it, it's just like it's, I think it's, you can still talk about the movie regardless. God, it just feels like empty though. No, no, not I feel at like all. We're I th- not I actually think, talking about it. I, I feel like it doesn't though because it, everything else that leads it's up to it. surface level shit. Yeah, like, like Charlize Theron, I think she does a great performance. I think she really just becomes Marlowe, and I think that's one of my favorite aspects of the film is just like her performance, like watching her dealing with this day to day trivial bullshit that I guess most people just kind of sum up to being, oh, you're just a mom, like you know, and it, it's more than that, and it's something that people don't see every day, and I, I think it does such a realistic. I agree with a lot of almost everything Harvey says 
in terms of how everything is laid out in terms of like her character. And Mackenzie Davis, I love at least the comedic aspects of how the way she looks at her through her perspective, like like kind of like awe, like, oh my God, like you're a mom. Like that's, you know, it's like almost like fascinating in a way because she is young and she still yeah. is not at that point in her and life. Marla's completely jaded by it. Yeah, and she's so jaded and then she's still like so like, oh, so beautiful. Like your breath, like this is like awkward scene where she's like breastfeeding and she's just smiling while she's breastfeeding. Like, like it's just, it's, there's a lot of moments like that where you don't think it's just going to be funny, but every time like the camera cuts to her watching her, it's hilarious because of these smirks that she has. Uh, no, I think I think the biggest accomplishment this movie uh, does is just like shows more. It, it brings to light what women go through, at least in terms of like motherhood. I think we, I, I feel like most movies don't do a good job at that. I think this, in terms of performance and also writing <laughs> and also just like a lot of levels, br- really brings to light. And I think that's the best part. Yeah, I said the same thing basically, and I think we should probably preface it by saying, uh, or at least cover us, cover ourselves by saying we know nothing about what women go yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pregnancy. But this seems a lot more realistic than shit we usually. Yeah, watch. yeah, exactly. I like, think most people like, agree. Yeah. It's just like I don't. I don't think women who have had children will disagree. Yeah. With no, us. There, there's a great scene in the school where she breaks down, and it's because like I can, I can personally relate to it is because you know growing up, it's just like. I was like one of those kids that were super hyper and like kid and, and the teachers always saying like, Oh, something's a little they, bit off they, about the kids are quirky. Like they said just, you were off. Yeah. Because I was like always <laughs> hyper. Like I was always just like a very active did kid. Steve, you're on the spectrum. Did they give you a, <laughs> did they give you medicine? No. Adderall. My mom refused to. So, Ritalin. No, never. So, uh, no, I could completely relate to that. So like the, yeah, maybe you that should aspect have the podcast on time. If, yeah, giving you something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, bro. You, you, you can't even watch movies. You can't focus. Maybe, maybe there's no, a pattern no, here. Yeah, it definitely is a pattern. I, uh, I have that too, though. I can't focus on shit. No, but uh, no, it's something you definitely relate to because my mom, I always remember growing up where she's just like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he doesn't have a fucking problem. Like, it's just like, I, when she said that, it's just like, what the fuck does, you know, quirky mean? Or like when they're when these teachers, like, looking from an outside perspective of like who her kid is. Mm. Like that was like a definitely like I definitely like yeah, it was know. a great moment I thought in the movie yeah it was a powerful moment it was definitely I, like I don't know that, anything about it because I was a quiet kid I just it's kind of the same I am now around strangers really yeah I don't think so I think you're very very no different. around like people or just random people no, I don't know man I think you're a good personality no I'm saying like I don't <laughs> like to talk to strangers uh well, you're a great kid then you're just sitting there like oh, i'm talking yeah like it definitely weren't abducting me because i'd be like nah bro i don't, I don't know talk yet. to you <laughs> <laughs> i was great um all right well i don't know i guess i'll say a few things then uh <sighs> no you're the host you i mean i guess I'm, i don't know how to say anything about this movie really? I, all right so here's the thing i think the movie <sighs> all right i thought this is a great movie. No, I can't say that. So, <laughs> through the entire movie, you I sound was, so lost. Yeah, you sound like you don't know what you because want to say. Because it's hard, dude. I for me, I don't understand why it's so hard to talk about this movie. Because for me, it, talk about it then. It's about it's not hard to like because I don't think the movie boils down to what the end and the outcome is. I think is. it does. I don't think so at I all. I think movies. I love 
endings. I don't think like, this ending. I don't think the end, what is revealed or whatever it is, it explains the entirety of the movie at all. It doesn't explain, and that's the problem. And it just it. I just want to say. I'm just gonna say. I it was unnecessary, and that's all I'm gonna say. That's not true at all. I don't think it's unnecessary. I do. I don't think so at I, all. I, no, I, I, I agree don't think with it, Steve. I, I don't think, think it's unnecessary. It. I think it's like it brings to light a lot of like issues that we have. No, right but there now are other ways to like, do it. There are other ways. To Whoa! Do it. I don't think. I think it was great. I think it came out of like I thought it was perfect the way they did it. When 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 you talk about it, I will say that. Um, uh, did you want to go? I mean, it's fine. Whatever. Okay, so I will say that yes, I did enjoy this movie, and this movie is comprised of like three different layers to it. Uh, where we meet uh, Marlo, she's in this kind of like discomfort state in her life, and the epitome of that is when she actually has the child, and she's so numb. Like even in the filmmaking aspect, they kind of brush over that whole scene, yeah. and she's so numb to when she actually has a child. Yeah. This is her third children, um, and. It's just kind of sad to see her have a child that kind of seems like it was maybe planned, but also like they, they mentioned don't, they that don't it wasn't. want it. Yeah, <laughs> but they go through with the whole thing. They have. No, they no, already but have the, the brother did say. Yeah, I know he, it was unplanned. Yeah, he mentions yeah. that to her. Um, and there's also this uh, conversation that they had a couple times throughout the movie where, uh, basically, we don't know exactly what it was, but she had a uh, issue with on with the second child. Uh, she might have had some kind of mental breakdown or she might have done something kind of like irrational. And we we don't know really what it is, but we can assume based on what the uh, kind of what the end of this movie uh, was. And I really like that disdain, that discomfort that you feel through her face. And she's really good. Like you can really you really get a great sense of like her A-list acting in this movie in particular, because the last couple things she's done uh, were genre movies. And this movie, like she was in the Fast and Furious movie, the last one. Yeah, Atomic Bond is definitely not. Atomic Bond, and then she was also in uh, something else. Mad Max. Mad, Mad Max, Max, yeah. But I think. But uh, this movie, yeah. it's so grounded and it's so well written. It's really well written and is directed perfectly too. And coming from uh, Jason Reitman, the, his last two movies, I didn't like at all. I thought they're really, really bad. Um. Have you guys seen the last? Uh, I think the last one was uh fresh young adults. No, not no, young that. adults. Uh, that after that, the young adults. I was actually a fan of. Um, he did Labor Day. I went to see that in theaters actually. See him. And uh, men, men, children, and women, or something like that, which wasn't great at all with Adam men, Sandler. Men, women, children. Yeah, that I think that's probably his worst movie to date. <coughs> and I think that this movie uh, it reminds me a lot of um, Young Adult. Uh, not just because Charlie's is also in it, but because of that dynamic that the movie with him and her um, has. Um, but yeah, the performance from her is incredible. I actually really enjoyed the story. From the trailer, I didn't think I, w- I would. But I think that that ending kind of like p- gives it uh, gives it another layer. And you can also understand, you can like nitpick at things like that happens throughout the movie based on what was revealed. And I think it all works. Um, so I don't understand what you mean by that. It doesn't really make I, sense. It's because the movie is presented in a fashion that it, it feels so real and grounded. And I'm, I'm like basking in how fucking real and grounded it is. Like uh, I'm trying to think of a, a director who makes movies similar to that. But where they're just so fucking like real and, and heartfelt. The Duplass Brothers makes movies like that. Right, okay, yeah. But, like, also, like, uh, like if you do, like, Noah Baumbach, like, the dramatic aspects of his film without the, the goofiness, mm-hmm. 
just like that grounded, realistic characters that it, it feels like basically the the ending. It just it's not it doesn't convince me like of like what what it's trying to say, and and like I I would have loved this ending where um there's not so much revealed through reshoot. I can't even talk about it, but more so this character uh, either growing forwards or backwards. Like I, I would have liked to see some sort of like, not a resolution, but um, just like you with the character are coming of age, I guess you're coming of age in the sense that you're coming of like a fucking 40 year old, mom having her third child and and this is like this is it and i i just think you could do that in with realistic drama and not what they did which you can't talk about and it just it just feels tone deaf to the rest of the movie to me i think it's, the movie is like know, trying man. to touch on like an extreme point of exhaustion and somebody who um, may have had a history of like some kind of illness. I don't know. I don't feel like. Well, we I mean, like I you were like never we really here. Does that this. like too? But like, um, but like it 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 does it so well. And this is just like it's if I feel like it it comes out of left field enough to where it I think it uh, totally. But I mean, the like, would me. would any of this honestly, like in any scenario? It's like in, in life, in real life, would this like would you would you expect any of this to actually happen? Like that that's the thing about life. Like most of the scenarios that happen come out of left field. It's not like something you fucking just read and see. No, like, this oh. is different. This is I don't know. This I feel is like, pre- this is presented only to the audience. It's not presented. I feel you're like you're not learning this. No, thing. I think you are. I think you like. There was moments when I like I started thinking back at it. I'm like, oh wow, okay, now I'm starting to see like yes, little like, little picks here. Yes, and there. I get that, but like. It doesn't. I don't think it detracts from the movie. I think it adds. It, I think no, it, it detracts from the visceral fucking just her character and like the the breakdown and the. I think it adds the to good. It. I don't know, yeah, actually, I actually I, I agree with Steve. Like, I don't, I just, I don't see how it takes away. It doesn't take away from me. I think it. What do I you think, think it, Harvey? What's I think your it's thoughts? Like, um, I haven't heard from you on. Yeah, this. I mean, I don't. I don't agree with Sean and Steve, and I don't necessarily agree with you. I think a more middle of the road. I don't believe it. I don't believe it adds anything at all. I I don't believe it takes away from it either. I think it's a okay. a choice they made. I don't. Yeah, I, I guess it's a matter of like how you want your fucking bows tied. Yeah. You know, I feel like, like um I feel like this this could have had a different ending, and then they thought of this and they cut it. They could have tacked it on at the end, but exactly. I don't I don't feel that it that this ending was necessary. At all, I feel like I, this disagree. I think this is definitely this whole, written. Sorry, I, th- I feel like this movie yeah. was this whole movie was conceived based on this ending. Yeah, I think that I just how it's feeling. written. That's yeah. how you could definitely. Uh, that kind of makes it worse for me then, because it it just it doesn't matter. It doesn't line up. I think it does. It's I like see how it does I, for it. instance, I don't like peanuts, but like if I'm eating a nice Sunday and there's no peanuts on top, but like you get to the bottom, you're like, oh, that was good, and there's like just what? nuts the, sitting. Yeah, it is a classic. <laughs> That's, that's not a bad metaphor, actually. It's not, it's not, it's that's a like just one. a layer of crunchy ass nuts at the yeah, bottom at the that you bottom. gotta eat. And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I don't want these I think, nuts. I think they, uh, Jason Reitman wanted to do something beyond his reach and something I can, a little I bit can explain you, to you why it doesn't it doesn't work for me. We can do this off mic. We can definitely. Yeah, it'll have to be off mic. Yeah, because right now we're just getting into the weeds of all of it. But uh, but yeah, just yeah. keep in mind. Yeah, I guess I, I know we said we weren't gonna. Like, we went from 
mentioning a a certain ending was a spoiler to actually dancing around the the ending, but so maybe we could put something in the beginning I, of the podcast. Just I like, watch truly, the movie I truly don't like that ending so much that it almost two stars are gone because the rest of the movie is like four and a half for me. Get the fuck, dude! It, an ending is important it. to me, like. The way that why do you why are you doing this? It's I'm, I'm <laughs> Italian. I'm Italian. He's <laughs> just like doing it's this. What thing. I do. Uh, <laughs> so it's just it's so important for me to like feel something at the ending. Like I'm trying your favorite movies. Like I don't know they the endings are so impactful. Like that's I argue some of the most important parts of the movie are, are at the ends of all movies. Like so you're saying like all right, let's say a movie had a really bad ending. Right, it's just like you just like oh that was fucking horseshit. No, I don't say this movie's horseshit. But but like overall, this movie's at times incredible. Okay, so like most of the time it's incredible. But it's like the the peanut thing at the end. Like it's I don't just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, but that that's very personal. That's only to you. That's only to somebody who. Yeah, I guess. But I I think I could elaborate by spoiling it as to why I think it. You know, there are people who will like it and people. Hey, man, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a bonus Patreon episode where Tom just spoils. <laughs> yeah, this movie. I don't think we have the funds. For no, that. we do, definitely don't have the funds for that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, other than that, I didn't mention anything else because I'm I'm trying to make my case here. It's just about impossible. But uh, uh, yeah, the acting and performances and just every the everything is just like eye opening, and it's and the best parts about this movie. Or how real it feels. No, the first like five minutes of the movie, I'm like, well, I think I might have to like leave. Sorry, it, it was like it was one point where I'm so just like, real. I can't, I can't and fucking. That's why I think the this. ending doesn't work because I, the movie feels. I gotta so interrupt real. you guys really quick. Yeah, let's do it. There's this one scene <laughs> where um, little girl is doing karaoke. I think she's singing Katy that's Perry. Yeah, no, no, she's listening. No, no, it's Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, it's Carly Rae Jepsen. Get that shit straight. That's the funniest. Get that shit straight. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was beautifully shot, and that. And that I think that was the turning point of the movie, <laughs> where I said this is a four and a half star movie. Yeah, this is a great I'm movie. Just, I was I'm at that point that, that Harvey, out of everyone on this table, would understand who Carly Rae Jepsen is. I, I, I'm I forgot. I saw it. They're all the same. I right? saw this movie a while ago. I was the first one to see it. it was, it's been like a week. Damn, we had to throw it on. I'm just saying, it's been a while. It's, it's been a whole week. All, all those pop songs sound the same, but the scene itself was really good. She has a sex tape. That's all I know about her. <laughs> I, have to, I have to cop that. Okay. Have I to cop over that to my on, girlfriend. And I said, she has a sex tape. Is that on <laughs> datpiff.com? <laughs> is there a datpiff for sex tapes? There's got to be. What is that? It's a there, is a, there is a good sex website. tape website. I'll send it to you later. <laughs> well, thanks. Right. Um, yeah, Harvey, what are you talking about? Yeah, I was just thinking that was a really good scene. Um, <laughs> a lot of good scenes in this movie. They're all It's, it's full of chocked full of great I think her character makes like a, a very important... Um, like a very important transition in that scene too. And you can really see her changing into something else. Uh, I like that aspect of it as well, but also just a little girl singing that song in a very monotone and low yeah. voice is just fucking hilarious. Yeah. I think her relationship with her kids too is um, like one of the most uh, honest and uh, real portrayal of like a mother mother-child relationship I've seen in a movie in a long time is her fucking trying to appease them and they're just not satisfied and, and it's it's turns into yelling it's 
it's it's done really well and it's written really well. Yeah, I mean, I think this the biggest accomplishment the movie had was just uh, after watching it, I feel like everyone should just go home and just call their mom and just say uh, say I'm sorry, sorry. So all of us at the end of this show should call our mom and say okay. sorry for being a pain in the ass. No, I was never a pain in the ass. I don't oh, do that. What I, what I, I do is uh, pain the I ass. post Dear Mama on, on Facebook. Do you really? For Mother's Day. Yeah. I used to jump out of <laughs> closets and scare my mom when she came home from a long day of work. <laughs> oh, Damn. Blood pressure's through the roof. What else do you guys want to talk oh, about? Oh, man. About I wish, uh, I don't know, man. I wish we had the means to like... The means? Like we can't... We don't have the funding? We don't have the budget for it? Yeah, Dude. like we don't have the... <laughs> it's just... Bandwidth? This, this movie is just shy of worth worth a spoiler discussion, I think. And I, I don't have my thoughts gathered. I didn't have time. time to write. So there's that. But uh, it's a really good movie. And I think... um, I don't know. I would say that... Would you recommend this movie? Yes and no. I'd recommend uh, three quarters of it or even more than that. Would you recommend this to like most people? Like people are asking about it? Yeah, but I I wouldn't be surprised if the average person comes out disappointed. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, okay. especially if you don't watch a lot of movies. Okay. For the most part, it's, it's really, really good. It's uh some of the best acting I've seen in a while and it's yeah. just so engaging. Yeah, I think so yeah. engaging. I think the acting and the, the, acting, and the writing yeah. are are really great. On par, like some the, of the best I've seen of, of this year for yeah, sure. Top notch, hands down. Hey, you guys want to drop some scores? Yeah, Harvey, you go first. Um, <coughs> yeah, um, I'm not gonna do a recap, but yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it a three and a half out of five. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, Those there's some nice. issues what I have that I have with it. I haven't really talked about. We'll talk about. Them. Um, I need closure. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. You, your ass needs definitely closure. Right? I know you're there's not, people. Who, I know right there's now. people who agree with me. I just not there's just the yeah. The third the third act is the weakest for me. There's um some things okay. that I wish that had happened a bit differently. Um, I, I can't I can't really elaborate on what those are, but that um yeah, that that lessened the score a bit for me. Um, there's like some really monotonous moments that kind of show um like that highlight on life as a parent and uh her trying to take care of the baby and they're done through um fucking um i'm blanking right now montage yeah they're done they're, they're done through montages and i think that was um I don't know, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of montages. I don't think that's most it. people are. I think, but it's, it's I think that montage like, really. It's, uh, it's, 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 I think it's done well. It's a yeah. It's a it's a, it's a good. It's an easy way to do it. But I think um, I don't know. I feel like that was cheap. And uh, I, I, meant, I, didn't I like meant those, to say one thing. This movie did make me really question whether or not kids are like. It seems they seem so pointless. Oh yeah, yeah. they seem like <laughs> this movie makes it seem like. You're you're it's social pressure is the only reason you're pumping those fucking things out. I sound like really really fucking <laughs> It's just it just felt pointless for ha- for her to have those children and I think that's what most I'm, I I don't I don't mean if anybody that has children but I feel like across the the map there's a lot of this going on where it's like you have these kids and and many of them aren't aren't truly like the, you, yeah, just Xanthopus. Yes, and it it really made Whew. me question. Yeah, like it's a deep cut, right? You know, I don't know if we can. We can't be. We can't be bringing that up on the podcast. All right. Well, we're gonna lose some some, lose some views. I mean, it's only deep cut if anyone notices it. So, so I think I think that movie really is like a scared straight program for me. That's for sure. 
Um, and it didn't like pay off in the end to where I was like, you know what? Having kids is magical. It was very visceral and real. And I think that's, if you're into that shit, I think this movie won't affect you. Give me a score. Uh, but yeah, three stars for me. Um, like I said, this is mostly a great movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a three out of three and a half as well. See, yeah. I'm not far off from you guys. I, in yeah. fact, if it wasn't for what we allude to, I could be like way above you guys. Like I'm talking like four, four and a half territory. Yeah. Steve, we we should also also bring up a listener did complain that Steve stopped scoring movies on yeah. the podcast, and uh, it they they seemed annoyed by it. And I get what you're saying. I don't like scoring I, yeah. art either, but we're not scoring them as if we're critics. We're scoring I, them based I, this on this is this is this is where my conclusion is. Just like it's like yeah, you understand where I'm coming from. So. I came to the conclusion, I'm like, you know what? I'll just do it just to appease everyone. So I will give a rating. Well, if that's the way it is, we'd have to all stop giving ratings just to make it it's more... Just a, it's just I a, just, a I just, hump. I just, I'd just rather not just like... I'll just give a score just to appease everyone. You're, you're rating your enjoyment because, of the movie. Because I don't, I mean. I don't care that much in general. I just That's my personal preference. Like I don't like to score things. But if you want to give me a score, <laughs> I would drop a heavy, heavy four out of five. Get the Jesus, fuck out of here. Jesus Three and Christ. a half. You chump. Wait, is it chump? Four? Is They're it the three. Yeah, I'm three, dude. Yeah, you. All right, take that back. Tom, you chump. Three and a half. Bring that up to three and a half. Okay. Nope. Get staying, out of here. It's staying three until, this they, is until they change that ending. Change the ending. Reshoot. Reshoot the whole ending. <laughs> maybe they'll and they'll a, get to the four. Maybe there'll be an alternate ending. Alternate ending. ending. On, on we get the director's, oh the DVD director's cut. If they just ended it like a Noah Baumbach film or something, I'd, it'd be five stars. Get the fuck out of here, Tom. Uh, but yeah, that's it for us on, on Tully. Um, I don't know. Like, if you are listening and you you have seen it and you want to talk about it, hit up Tom. Just hit me up. Yeah, I'd just, love to fucking talk about it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Give out your uh, yeah. Give out your phone number. Your your AIM username so they can yeah your instant AIM. message you. <sighs> NWS Skater 172. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> believe that's what it was back in the day. What about your pen pal uh, app? Um, Didn't you have one? Maybe. Oh. I feel like most of our listeners are foreign. Yeah. They're not, though. They're not. Uh, Yeah. That's it. You guys want to pick, no. pick a movie? Because we already know what we're seeing, right? Is Deadpool coming out? I believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tom's anticipated movie. What? Yeah, it is. It's on your anticipated uh, blockbuster list. Oh, right, right. Harvey's yeah. too. Okay. Oh, uh-uh. You said yeah. you really liked the trailer. You wanted, you wanted to see it. I Deadpool? said... Yeah. I didn't say that. No, it was me. Oh, was it? Uh, it was, was me. Oh, and the no, reason I didn't I, say that. I was getting I, you guys confused. I said it because the little... Uh, <laughs> The little chubby uh, Kiwi kid is in the movie. Oh, you movie. said Solo. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I said Solo, Solo and uh, oh, I heard some shit about Solo. Did you guys read up on this? That it's uh, Solo is 70% Ron Howard reshoots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, that makes sense. And also, um, they had to bring in an acting coach for the guy playing Han Solo. That's embarrassing. <laughs> That's, That's pretty rough, man. He's not a good actor. Embarrassing. Oh, my God. But uh, yeah, I think we're probably going to do De- Deadpool, right? I mean, the last two movies have been kind of indie flicks, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Deadpool, we'll Steve. I know you really liked the first one. Yeah, I think we'll he, watch it. I think he loved the first one. I loved the first one. I liked right. it. It was a fun experience seeing it with all those uh, nerds. Mm-hmm. You're uh, a, you're a fucking nerd. 
Different yeah, kind of nerd. Don't fucking shame us. Don't call us nerds. Yeah, whatever, nerd. All right, you guys want to move into our our topic? Um, this is a, this is an interesting one. Um, yeah, I came up with this one because um, I was watching uh, Tully, and um, I think I mentioned this earlier. The amount of weight she gained for this movie is insane, and she um, just looks like a, a defeated and tired and <laughs> she, she's sad no, mom in this in that movie so she's no stranger to this though she did it for monster yeah, right but, well you're probably um shitting on someone's pick what right now, you guys pick charlie's all right so someone could have oh, yeah. i'm sorry all right I'll, i want to go first all right so we're gonna I, be oh, talking ugly so, so i have we, visuals we got ugly no, i'm sorry beautiful actors turned ugly for their roles Let's, this is also what, could what be subject because uh, it depends if you you know if we all think that actor is beautiful or not, okay. or classically beautiful, I guess. Okay. What's classically beautiful? White. Yeah, white. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. My first pick is gonna go to my boy Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> this is a good pick. I knew That's somebody. Was, I knew someone was gonna pick this. <laughs> and I got a visual. Fucking Les Grossman or whatever. <laughs> Dude, they like made him bald and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, I like this, this one. Is that chest hair or chest tattoo? Chest hair. Oh god. So yeah, I think that's a good one. And um, my second one's gonna be Jared Leto in Chapter Twenty Seven. That's a good picture. He gained mm-hmm. like eighty pounds for that role. You have a picture yeah. of that? I don't. I haven't seen that movie, dude. It's you you pretty rough. It? Yeah. What? This is a beautiful specimen, and then he just got fat. Yeah. <laughs> he um, he transforms for a lot, lot of roles. A lot of roles. Yeah. Yeah. He um, takes that shit seriously, like kind of like our boy Shia. Uh, Shia he, a little bit. He, he mentally, yeah. He's not about boy Shia. He's a you know, malleable. It's more, more, uh, more um, Christian Bale. He's always changing his body. Yeah, but I don't think he ever like looks too ugly. He's I mean, brutal. Yeah, that, that is rough. That is very <laughs> rough. That looks like prosthetics. Nah, he gained yeah. a lot of weight for that shit. All right, uh, I'm for just that. gonna go because mine's weak, uninspired. Uh, I'm just going to get out of the way. But uh, someone I find very, very beautiful is uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn, man. Come on. Give it a break. Uh, and uh, He didn't gain that much weight for that movie. You're thinking of Lars the Real Girl? Yeah. Nope. I'm talking uh, Blue Valentine. What? Yeah. He, he didn't oh, know, like the, oh, yeah. No, they, he's ugly. Meh. They he's, just took some hair off him. He's ugly. He's pretty rough. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like... I don't know. I'm. I'm not a. He I'm still not, looks like Ryan Gosling would. He looks. Hairline. He looks unbelievably handsome in the younger uh, part of the story, but the the older part of the story, he's weathered down. He's like Charlie's their own. In the in the movie, I like how he's like you like what <laughs> their own. They're wrong. They're in, in in Tully. You said that like you're in France. <laughs> their own. Their own. Try to order wine. <laughs> Jesus I'll Christ! The, uh, what was that? I'll have the. Is it their own? Uh, their own. <laughs> Who are you? The seven young. <laughs> from the south, dude, right? Um, <laughs> She's straight. From South Florida. So, so you could you could infer that she was probably pretty attractive before she had three little parasites. Um, <coughs> but the same thing goes to Ryan Gosling. I mean, he's uh, I guess some girls are kind of into that look, but the dad look, you know, the receding hairline and chubby look. Yeah, I mean, he just looks like he's got kind of a double chin going on, and it, it, he's not looking great, you know. Mm-hmm. You look kind of sad while you're looking at this photo. You're well, like you're like this is like a little bit of like a sad just, like. Uh, my thing with this is right. Uh, here's him when he's young in the movie, 
I have a moving shirt. I have moving shirts just like this. And I imagine when I wear them, I'm him, but I'm not. Jesus and, uh, Christ. So, oh, but, fuck. but it's funny. They're red, and he actually is a mover, and I was a mover. And You guys are just alike? I resonated. Oh, with, yeah, you guys are the same person. Dude, that movie is incredible. I love Blue Valentine, if you haven't seen it. But, yeah, that's my pick. I was going to go for a girl, but decided to go for Ryan Gosling, like always. That's your safe bet. I did pick him last week, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. You always pick him every single he time. He wasn't my first pick, though. It was, the, it was uh, Jeff Bridges. The dude. The dude. The dude abides. I don't know. I feel like Jeff Bridges <coughs> always looks I like have him. another pick. Okay, you guys go first. Yeah. All right. Um, right. I've got one. There's a little movie called Cloud Atlas. Um, oh. Characters oh. play multiple <laughs> roles. So um, Halle Berry happens to be in that movie. And she plays four different characters. And there's this one scene... I think it's only for one scene. She plays this uh, doctor. She plays an Asian, an old Asian man. And I got a photo, and it's fucking horrifying. <laughs> we need to see it, please. Jesus Christ. But is that <laughs> is that, yeah, is fucking, that a real pick, though? Because she didn't, like, physically transform. I think it's a pick. I think it's a pick. I mean, it is, but, like, she's, like, basically in costume. I mean, Ryan Gosling didn't fucking get a receding hairline. I think so, he might have. No, I got. I think my pick is pretty solid. I got two um, picks. So damn, I think, you're right, Harvey. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I've got a couple. I'll go uh, Marie Cotillard and uh, Lavie and Rose. She plays a uh, what's that singer Edith? Uh, fucking um, damn, it's out of my head. I think it starts with a P. Edith something. something but yeah, she head. was a uh, very unattractive in that movie. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't she wasn't know. that bad. She was. She looked like her. But yeah, but she wasn't like it's hideous. a it's like it's like a far cry from what Marie Cotillard usually looks like though. Like her eyebrows were super weird. They made her like forehead like extended. It was yeah. um, I don't know. It was a nice transformation. But um, yeah, she definitely never looks like that. So it was interesting. All right, cool. So my choice is, I guess I want to say ugly because I feel like just like is like the character he's playing is is sick and it's a. Uh, uh, my boy, uh, Matthew. All right, all uh, right, all right. Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was like I the mean, ultimate. Yeah. That's the ultimate transformation because if you look at him, he's at, attractive like, in the beginning of the movie. Well, just not even just. Mm, I don't know. He yeah. he looked like uh, red same, as, pretty same red. as Blue Valentine. But I'm just saying, like, nah, dude. He no, he, I'm he, saying he dro- oh, attractive yeah. in the beginning, ugly at the end. Oh yeah, dude. He just like I was like looking at this photo like. He's like a generally good-looking guy. Like most people will find him attractive, and then if you look at him in this movie, he just drops so much fucking weight. He's like mm-hmm. scary as fuck in this movie, but uh, it's because he's <laughs> sick and he's uh slowly dying, dying of AIDS. AIDS. So I can't really like shame him for that. Uh-huh. He's dying. So, but he did transform. He actually, but his body, yeah, his body. Like I think that's like an ultimate transformation when the actor actually like diets yeah. and like fucking just shrinks. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, impressive. Uh. I feel like another actor d- did that as well. With uh, I have never seen this, but I've always seen photos of it. Was uh, Christian Bale? Christian Bale, machinist. Machinist, yeah. That's just like horrifying. Pounds. Yeah. And then and he gained uh, he gained 120 pounds to do Batman Begins right after that movie, which is crazy, right? Dude, Christian Bale yeah. just constantly diets back and forth, and like, then he, he lost gained... the weight again for Rescue Dawn. Yeah. Oh yeah. I recently saw an interview with him, and like I think it was for Hostiles, he was talking about that film, but he was like gaining more weight, so mm-hmm. he was a little bit more huskier. So I guess he's doing another film like later yeah. on this year, and he's like, "I'm like, dude, that dude fluctuates like in yeah every other month." <laughs> I got one last one, and this one's horrific. 
Which one? It's Charlie's Theron in Monster. Oh, that's Whoops. an easy pick. My bad. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. insane. Let me see. Yeah, I forgot to... Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. That's not ugly? <laughs> She's okay, I guess. Yeah, that, you, you dude, have, the, you the have ma- makeup beauty, syndrome. Makeup syndrome. Beauty is the eye of the beholder. Oh, yeah. That is true. So um, these are our, based on our opinions. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, just Tilda Swinton in any movie, basically. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, don't what, shame what her. What movie? Yeah, don't shame I mean, her. I, I mean, she, Wait, is she, she attractive. It, well, is she, she just, beautiful? I mean, she. I think Tilda Swinton's attractive, but she like transforms for every role. Oh yeah, she does. Okay, um, I agree with that. I think she's an attractive person. I don't think. I don't. I don't. I don't know a movie where she got ugly. Like Grand Budapest, she plays like an old old she was lady. Ugly, I like that. She's ugly. She's, she's kind of ugly. <laughs> she was like she was like blind in one eye, and she had like brown teeth. You can still see her though. Like I don't think you, you see can. that. You see. You see that. Maybe when she played Bowie. I mean, not Bowie. Fucking Bowie. Um, what's his name? <laughs> Fucking Bob Dylan. You talking about I'm not there? Yeah, Bob Dylan. Oh, I don't know. She was still pretty. I would have. She was still. You would have banged Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently. <laughs> what about um James Franco and Spring Breakers? Oh God, no. That's different, though. I mean, Riff anybody who like looks it. like Riff Raff can appear ugly behind the grill and. Let's co- be honest, rolls, though. Like, was it really rolls, that much of a transformation for uh, James Franco? I mean, you put gr- a grill and cornrows on any white guy, it's a transformation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine me. See what I mean? I kind of wish you were that person. I want you to have cornrows and a grill <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> oh, Halloween's coming up. We'll see. Okay. I'm excited now. Don't fucking tease me. I'll probably me. get shot. Do not fucking tease me. Cultural appropriation. You, anybody got one last one? Uh, Not really. Told you I was I was weak All on right. the pick there. Let's play this game then. Oh, we're playing again? Is that what we do? Yeah, we play the game. Yeah, we got games to play. This All game right. is I'm, the I'm rolling of the dice. That's a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> That's this is some dice roll. Game. Yo, it's a sixty dice episodes in, and we haven't fixed it yet. Um, dice oh, four, four, four dice roll. No, 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 no. Let's go back to a Harvey said. Dice roll three thousand. Dice roll three thousand. No, nothing bad. Dice roll sixty nine. Because because okay. of, of sex. Um, how this game works is uh, the person that loses that lost last week, which was Sean, he gets to assign a movie to the lower of the rollest lowest number this week. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll go first. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like not much rules. I mean, I'm getting pretty good at keeping it concise. I, I think I explained the gist yeah. of it. And well. also, you haven't lost in a while. So. I have not lost in I've a while. Lost, I've time. lost like at least five times in a row. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, let's see if. Uh, I got a 12. Oh, you won. Or you, oh, you're immune now. Yeah. Get in here. So, wait. Uh, Sean's in now, right? Yeah. Is that a one? A seven. A seven. Seven. Oh. seven. That's, that's high. I, I hope so. You might lose. This is God punishing you. Oh, a God. one. And he has a one. Oh, what are the yeah. odds? This is God punishing you for not reviewing movies for like <laughs> three God's weeks. It's God's plan, man. God's plan is to be putting... Oh, fuck. Man. You deserve Honestly, it. Um, Steve, close, close your ears. Right. I want everybody listening right now to send a complaint email. That how come Steve hasn't been pulling his weight on the mini reviews there? Yeah, this is God punishing you for this is God's rewatching plan. movies. God's plan. This is this is God's plan. You right, got a, a punishment for him? As a punishment? No, I don't give him punishment. He give, him, give him some like silence or something. Oh wait, he saw silence. No, no, I'm he didn't go. really see it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. What should I give Steve? Something a chore like maybe something like heart wrenching, like something like where somebody's like a losing um, everything. Like what's that one movie, Falling Down? <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. I would love that. <laughs> Have you seen Falling Down? 
Why am I losing so much lately? This is Dude, fucking terrible. Falling down. So no, that's like extreme though. Um, I no, I won't give you that. Aww. Um, I love. Give me what down. you want. I'll give you a movie I saw last year that just went nowhere, and uh, <laughs> just see what your thoughts on it is. It's it called, went nowhere. Um, it's called Between Us. <sighs> oh, fuck Have you seen it? Yeah. Um, it is. It's not a good sign when Harvest is like. It's about this uh, young couple who lives in L.A. And their relationship is just on the brink, and they experience these this night separately, and it's a it's a ride. So check it out. You might cry. I mean, that's what I look for in movies. Just yeah. crying a lot. So yeah, check that out. If it's right in my schedule. Yeah. But uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, signing off here. Um, damn, I re- <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry for uh, like half spoiling uh, Tully. I don't think it's a spoiler. I, think I don't he, think it was even remotely close to being. A spoiler. I mean, yeah, I don't think so either. He referenced Fight Club. Did he? Yeah. Oh shit, dude! Nobody heard that. Wait, Sean, heard it, Sean, we have to talk. <laughs> Which between us is it? So there's like five movies that are called Between Us. The one with Olivia Thurlby, right? Yeah. Let me see. Okay. While he's figuring out something very easy to figure Second out. Second one. Um. Go ahead and check us out on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We got we got tweets going off over there like Donald Trump. It's not true. Anybody want to get on that? You guys want to treat like movie rants? I'll do it. Okay, Fuck sure. it. All the shit I send you in the group text where I'm mad, I'm just going to do it on the Twitter for Do The Right Film. Uh, yeah, and also we have YouTube channel. It's Do The Right Film. You can find us on all of our social media platforms. And we also have a website where you can find everything neatly organized into one place that's do the right film.com and yeah thanks for listening if you did enjoy this uh, leave a review on iTunes let us know what you think of the show it helps us get in the rotation and uh, makes our show more easily accessible so yeah definitely let us let us know and thanks for listening Steve uh, you got anything to say yeah we need catchphrase all right to the loop